Welcome to the Women Get Real podcast. It's time for us to break free from the things that hold us back and spread God's love in a way that only women can. I want to thank you for joining us today, and I hope this inspires you to become all that God has destined you to be. It's time to get real. Hey everyone, welcome to the Women Get Real podcast. I'm Jessica Landon, and with me today we have Shyla Anderson from the Women Get Real team. Hi ladies. Wendy Meza, also from the Women Get Real team, and Ashlyn Willis, who is summer interning with us. This is probably her last time with us before she heads to school in a couple of weeks. But we're glad to have you while we have you, and you'll be back in the fall. Yes, for some more podcasts. <laughs> Well, today we're going to be continuing our discussion on the Holy Spirit, um, specifically on where the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us, um, mind, body, and spirit. So today I really want to talk about the mind specifically and how the enemy um, targets women and tries to defeat them in the mind so that they cannot fulfill the destiny that God has planned for them. So I really just kind of want to dig in um, as women who have battled um, attacks from the enemy in the mind, some of the strategies that we have used to sort of defeat him before he even starts or, um, I guess, in our struggle um, with that. So, um, and I guess I, I just want to start out by saying the first thing that we really need to do is identify that the enemy does come after our mind. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's step one. Yeah. Um, we often think that the thoughts that are in our head are truth because they feel true. But once we recognize that the enemy is there and that every thought is our own, I feel like that, at least for me personally, has brought me some relief. I don't know about yeah. you ladies. Oh, that's huge. I think um, a lot of times when you're thinking things, you're like, where did that come from? Like, it could be from God, it could be from the enemies, but you have to really just take charge of what's going on in your mind and, and just acknowledge, like, where is this coming from? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think it's really cool, too, that it's part of the study of housing the Holy Spirit because that scripture says that your body houses him or, like, we house him as of our body. But I, I don't think a lot of people think of your mind as being part of your body. That's right. And as a woman, like, your mind, I mean, I don't know why. My specific personality, like... I am in my head a lot, and not, not everybody struggles with it to the same degree, but right. it's a huge part of being able to not only keep the Holy Spirit actively in your life, but do what He called you to do if your mind is crazy. Yeah, yeah. and I, I definitely like know what you were saying about how acknowledging like where are these thoughts coming from, because a lot of times we think something, but we never take the time to to think about where it's coming from before we accept it, before mm -hmm. we believe it about whatever the thought is. Yeah. So we just like think it and we're like, it's true, when we should really be saying, where's this thought coming from? Is this biblical? Does this right. speak life over me? Yeah. And then you decide what to do from there. Um, I think that right there though, um, is the first step, I think, to overcoming the enemy's traps. Um, recognizing, like we said, that every thought is not your own, mm -hmm. and that um, just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. Right. Yeah. Just because it crosses your mind and it feels real doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Um, because I'll tell you, if that were the case, boy, oh boy, would you be in the mess. But once we recognize that, and once we recognize, like what you said, Ashlyn, about measuring up against the word of God, realizing that it's not true, yeah. we we need to fight against it and so we have the power the word of god says that we have the power to uh, take every thought captive and make it obedient to christ so um we have that power and i think a lot of women don't really understand that you actually have the power to control your thoughts with the 
enabling power of the Holy Spirit by using the scripture and literally like taking it captive. And one of the images I remember is like, you literally are like taking it, like you're taking it captive and you're making it bow to the name of Jesus, which means that any thought that comes through your head has to come through a filter of Jesus Christ. Yeah. When I was in friends class a while ago, (laughs) um, my teacher, she used this analogy when we were talking about your mind and taking thoughts captive and she would always say there's always a little guy like a little stick figure knocking at your head yeah. and he's he has all these words and your job is to decipher what is from god and what's not from god and when it's not from god you do not open that door before you have like it that. you take it you roll it up and duct tape and you throw it in the garbage how old were you when you got that advice i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> 12, 13, but I remembered it ever since. Yeah. It's a great analogy, but I was just curious. Yeah. Rolling up and duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm like, all right, is this not the Lord? Duct tape, garbage. Like, yeah. just, you gotta be the ultimate sorter between what's what you're gonna allow in through that yeah. door to your mind. Yeah. And because you have to really guard that door and keep good security on it, otherwise, whatever happens here is going to affect your outward actions because. Starts here. <laughs> right, and that's the ultimate goal of the enemy. Yeah. He wants to keep us bound. He wants us struggling with fear. He wants us tripped yeah. up with work issues. He wants us to think that we're not good enough. We're not strong mm-hmm. enough. That surely the promises of God cannot be for us because we are not enough. But the fact of the matter is, is that every single one of us has a specific destiny and purpose here and that God wants us to see it to fulfillment. Yeah. So if the enemy could defeat us on the onset, we like we don't even really get to like leave the finish line. I mean, the, the starting point. We just are literally stuck right before we even begin. Yeah. Um, and that's how the enemy, I believe, gets women specifically. I think that he... Uh, he attacks us the most in the things that we're going to go the farthest in. Exactly. So, like, whatever you might be hearing in your mind or you might be hearing in your mind. Like, yeah. uh, if I'm hearing things about my body image, I knew that that was something that I struggled with and that was always something that popped in my mind. Sure. And that's something that I think he's going to take you further to be able to help other people. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because the enemy is not going to attack something about you that he knows God doesn't have good plans for. That's right. So if you, like whenever you are in those situations, sometimes it's good to look at it from a different perspective and say, if the enemy is really on top of me for this, it's because God has great plans for me and he's gonna use me. Mm -hmm. And if I can just, you know, use the Holy Spirit to equip me to like, to guard against these Mm -hmm. things, then I can have access to what all that God has for me because yeah. He has so much in store, and it can also be an encouraging thing because you can just I'm like, like well, confirmation. Yeah. Well, now I'm just gonna I'm destined for great things because the enemy is attacking me every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say for every like assignment that the Lord has for you, the enemy has a counter assignment to stop you. Yeah. Yeah. So really, that has totally been the story of my life. I, I feel like the the this um, coming across changing the processes in my mind happened in my early twenties, and I had a prevailing thought. And sometimes it's not just these casual like yeah. thoughts. I mean, they're deep. They're they're the devil is sneaky. They're things that you've walked through. They're traumas. They're things that you don't realize are on repeat in your mind, and that's why it's so important that there's certain things that are constantly being said. And I, in my early twenties, there was a phrase, I did a brain detox thing with Dr. Carolyn Leaf, which we said, if you guys are looking for resources, there's a woman named Dr. Carolyn Leaf that studies this. But when I was doing a brain detox, there was a phrase that was said over and over again when I was stopping in dead time to think about what was happening in my brain. And it always said, you will never fit in. 
you don't really belong here. And it was because of what I walked through in life. And um, I didn't even know that that was a thought. If you would have asked me if that was something I struggled with, I would have never said it was until I actually got quiet. And most of the time we're not quiet enough. We don't actually take the time to think about what we're thinking about, especially now, especially when you're a wife, especially when you're a mom, you're so busy. When you're in college, you'll see you're so busy that you don't have time to be quiet with the Holy Spirit, which is why, you know, the Bible says to meditate on my words day and night, because meditating means not just reading, but stopping and thinking about what you're reading. And it was a process that all of a sudden uh, I realized this is something that if I don't get a hold of this, I will not fulfill the thing that God called me to. And part of my calling is to to mentor, to mother, to father. That's what our, my, me and my husband feel called to. So it's to literally reach out to those who feel abandoned. Like that's the thing I'm called to. So it totally makes sense that the enemy would, would at a young age try and get me to be abandoned. And right. when really my my purpose in life is to is to bring out those who feel abandoned and yeah. show them that they're not. And that's exactly yeah. the reason why it's so, it's not just like a good idea. It, it, there are people's lives, I believe, that are hanging in the balance for us to take captive those thoughts. That's right. You know? No, that, I mean, that's great. And I love how you said, you know, you, you go through the word of God and you meditate, which kind of leads me to my next point is, yes, we take our thoughts captive. We make them obey or bow down to the name of Jesus. But it's, it's one thing to just empty the negative thoughts, but we need to replace yes, them. Yes. We need to replace them with truth. So if it's an area of your life that you're struggling with, you need to go into the Word. You need to open up your Bibles, ladies. You need to find the scriptures that really contradict the lies that the enemy throw. So I have been very open about my struggle with fear. Um, in my early 20s, I had a situation that kind of was a trigger for me. And then all of a sudden, it was like everything um, became a point where I worried, like, what if something happened to my kids? What if something happened to me? And I was no longer able to care for them. Now, I wasn't, you know, locked in my room because I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, she was so devastated she couldn't function. No, I was functioning. I was smiling. I was having a great life. But the enemy would come in at those moments and whisper in my ear such horrible, horrible things that I honestly believed we were true. And so I needed to open up the Word of God, which I knew, but I had to specifically write down or look for scriptures that combated fear. And I had to say, you know what? God did not give me a spirit of fear, but one of peace, power, you know, in a sound mind. And I had to go through the word of God says, do not be anxious about anything, but in all things through prayer and petition. So I would have them, but I wouldn't just read them. I would know them. I would get them from, from here. And then I believe them and I would recite them over and over again in my life. And I would start every morning that way because before the enemy would even come and that is how I defeated him. But the enemy really tried to get me in a place and um, one of the things that I learned looking back is that I would think about the thoughts that would pop in my head and I would, I would sort of analyze them and I would be like, well, that certainly couldn't be true because X, Y, and Z. For example, um, if the enemy would lie that something was wrong, that that suspicious bump or lump or whatever was something, I would say, well, 93% of those things are benign and this, that, and the other thing, which is just rationalizing it and trying to discuss it and there's a theory that says you know we do not negotiate with terrorists or we do not negotiate with the enemy do not sit down do not have a discussion with him do not like logistically or just like argue with him because you're like literally inviting him into the table mm -hmm. and so I had to say no you know I'm not even gonna I don't I don't care about the statistics I don't care about any of that 
I just know that I have a future. Yeah. I know that the word of God says, I know the plans I have for you and they are good and they're not to harm you. Yeah. I had to like say those over and over again. And that is when I got freedom. And that is when I was able to like choose yeah. to believe what God said about me. Just and, and invite him in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not welcome. And the other thing is like, there is no possible way to have a completely empty mind. Yeah. When you empty scientifically, it can't happen. So if you are going to empty, if you're going to get rid of and discard all of the negative and all the things that from that are from the enemy. You cannot leave yourself open. You mm -hmm. have to fill it with something that's good because if you leave yourself open, you're like a soldier without any weapons mm -hmm. or without any method of defense. You're just gonna get eaten alive mm -hmm. because all those things are just gonna come right back in. You mm -hmm. have to put things in back in that are of the Lord, and that's your that's your defense oh, yes. mechanism. Now that's your that's your strength. One of the best descriptions I ever heard of the mind is that it is just a control center, and it is literally it will literally act and do whatever you tell it to do. And when you look at it like that, it kind of like dismantles its control. It puts mm -hmm. you back in control. Like I'm I'm actually in control of my mind. That's it right. is not in control of me. It just yeah. even the the practical side of how the brain works and how it's connected to your actual subconscious mind. It literally does whatever you tell it to do, and that that was so freeing to me when I learned that. Where I literally was like, wow, I don't want to think that thought. I don't have to. You don't have and to. I can, right. And I can literally, and it's it's also scientifically proven that you say these things over and over again. Like I love how science is always a little bit behind what God has already told us. But the meditation of your mind, it is the process that takes the thing. That the bad thing it replaces it with the good thing, and now it actually in your physical brain creates a stronghold, a healthy stronghold, and that is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I love how you said that a healthy stronghold. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, we often talk about strongholds gripping us and gripping our minds and yeah. you know, having place, but there is such a thing as a healthy stronghold, and that's what we should be striving. And you know, you mentioned kind of cleaning it out. Well, there's scripture that says if you clean it out and you sweep it all out seven times deadly or more dangerous come back in the fillet because yes. if we don't replace it, mm -hmm. the enemy is just gonna come back with guns a blazing and come up harder and faster after you. So you have to replace it with truth. Otherwise you're just kind of like prey. Yeah. Sitting there. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean Yeah, definitely. We can do that by writing scripture down. We can do that by just filling ourselves with the truth that God has for us and like you said just dive into the Bible. What does it say about what I'm battling with and like um, we were speaking earlier, and write things down. Yeah, I for one had in in the past. I feel like everyone, every day is a new day to grow and to learn, and you're always a work in progress. And That's everything. right. But um, fear has definitely been a struggle for me in the past, just with some things I've been through in my life, and I can totally relate to what you were saying about being in control of your thoughts. Because for the longest time, I just was subconsciously letting my my thoughts be lord over me and that's not healthy at all no. and you know god needs to be lord over me and if there's a part of me that's letting something else take control of me then that's part of me that's not submitting to the lord mm -hmm. and so i just had to acknowledge that and then to realize like i don't have to i don't have to be fall prey to this you know yeah. i can i can overcome this mm -hmm. and then 
that's one that's one of the subjects acknowledge that you're bigger than it and with the help of the lord and then number two is what's your game plan what's your action plan how are you going to execute that that's right. so it's not enough mm-hmm. to just acknowledge it you have to have a plan too exactly and so for me yeah. one of the things that's been really helpful is actually to literally write it down in a journal mm-hmm. or in a notebook because that way i'm writing it down and I have it in there so that every single morning I can look at it and I can remind myself of the promises That's of God. Right. And every single morning I'm loading up my ammunition, I'm putting up my guards, I'm putting up all of my defenses so that I'm ready and I'm prepared to fight whatever comes at me in the day. And that way no negative thoughts or things right. from the enemy can come in. That's like build a fortress. <laughs> and I like what you said. Like you're not playing defense all the time. Yeah. Because so often I think as women, all we do all day long is we fight the thoughts rather than starting the day offensively yes. you win the battle offensively you don't yes. win it defensively yes. you have to be offensively prepared so i love the strategies that we've talked about but sometimes it's very difficult to even knowing all this i know i, I can be telling this to some people and they'll be like that's great and all but i'm still struggling mm-hmm. and that's sometimes when you need to really bring somebody alongside right. of you have them somebody that you trust that you can invite into um, your battle with you so that they can stand with you. I know for me personally, uh, sometimes the thoughts in my mind when I actually speak them out to someone, I'm like, where, like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. like, that doesn't even make any really sense. Mm-hmm. But like, especially if I, if I get the thoughts, um, like, oh, you're unworthy, you're not enough, you're not doing enough for your family, you're doing, and when I actually speak it out, like, and have a friend that you can talk to, and be like, these weird thoughts and this is just what's going on and but someone that can come alongside you and say you know that's not true that's from the enemy but let's pray together and let's figure out a way that you can get these thoughts out of your mind and just to have like I love this group of women here that we can just come to each other and be like "Ah, I've been having this has been going on in my mind and I know it's you know it's not true but then you have a group of people that you trust that can come alongside you and walk beside you and pray for you Yes. And somebody who finds somebody who's actually going to pray for you and not just tell you that yeah, they're going to pray for you. Because very often, I take praying for people very seriously. So, I mean, I guess that's my other point to add on is be a kind of woman that another woman can de- yeah. can rely on. Yes. That isn't going to rejoice that you're suffering right. or that you're struggling, but is literally going to get down on your, her knees and fight for you like it was her own battle. Yeah. And those are the kind of women you want to be in. in you, that's the kind of woman you want to be. That's the kind of woman we should all be, yeah. is that we're not in this walk alone. None of us should be in it alone. We should be arm in arm fighting the enemy because I'll tell you what, the enemy is smart and he is timely yeah. Yeah. and he's crafty, but he's not original. Right. Yeah. He's not original. So there's a really good chance that the way that Ashlyn, that the enemy attacks your mind, is the way he attacks mine. Or the way he attacks Wendy is the way he attacks you, Shiloh. Yeah. So when we start to talk to one another, we can kind of, sometimes what happens is you go, me too. Yeah. Me too. That happens to me. Yeah. Or if somebody came to me and said I was struggling with fear, I can say, listen, I've walked that walk yeah. already. And I'm on the other side of that because yeah. the Lord has just delivered me from that. But let me tell you how to do it, which yeah. is... Um, is key so it's really important to find trusted people but also to become a trusted person that another woman can come to i think even part of our women get real ministry like if anybody is watching the podcast they can come and ask for prayer or direct messages yes on social media like we're here to pray for other people that might not have that person alongside them 
Like, let's bring that to someone as well. I don't really think the Lord ever wanted us to do it alone anyway. No. I think we, we put that on ourselves, but he called us to be in a relationship with people on purpose. That's and right. it's so that our mind doesn't wreak havoc. Like, I love scripture that says, think on whatever's pure, whatever's right. And I remember when I got married, <clears throat> telling my husband, sometimes I just need you to remind me what's pure and right yeah. and good and yeah. faithful. Like, I, yeah. I just need you to remind me of the good. And he, and he ha I mean, he has that, you know, up until then, I never had that kind of a relationship. And it's so important to have someone that reminds you of the good, what you're called in, because um, you're going to need it. And it's part of what, it's part of what you're saying, Ashlyn, it's part of being on the defense is having that like as your weapon, like, no, I am called, I am anointed, this is the truth, and you're constantly gonna be able, to, you're gonna need to hold that weapon, you know? Isn't there like a, I think it's in Genesis or something, there's a verse that says that God said like, it, it is not good that man should be alone. Right. And the, if God says it, you cannot convince me. Exactly. <laughs> like, you cannot. So, you, but you have to try yourself with the right people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times people are, like unconsciously surrounded by people who are feeding their their lives that the enemy mm -hmm. is telling them. So just don't don't be around those people. Like mm -hmm. surround yourself with godly women, That's godly right. people that can fight with you, that can relate to you, and that can encourage and uplift you and lead you back to the word. Right. You know, I always feel like so everybody should have a spiritual mentor and everybody should be a spiritual yeah. mentor. So if you do not have either, I encourage you to go find somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you're not mentoring, I don't care if you accepted Jesus yesterday. There's somebody who is who can be blessed by um, the things that have happened through your life. You know, we all walk through stuff and that's our story. Mm -hmm. And our story has power when Jesus has the victory. And that's when it becomes a testimony. Mm -hmm. And our testimonies really can make the difference in another woman's life. So it's really important that we don't keep all of our stuff to ourselves because it's really not producing the fruit that the Lord intended. Yeah. That it's sometimes you do have to just get real <laughs> and and to really put it out there and let other people inside so that they can see and learn from it and that their journey might be cut in half because they've seen some of the mistakes that you've made and that you can help them get from point A to B. But ultimately God has a plan for all of us. Um, and it would be a shame if the enemy won because he defeated us in our mind before we even had an opportunity to take hold of that. Yeah. So just to really recap real quickly, um, we need to recognize, one, that every thought is not our own. Yeah. Okay. Two, that we have power. The Lord said in Scripture that we have the power to take every thought captive, duct tape it, <laughs> and make it obedient to Christ. Third, we have to replace those negative thoughts with truth, and truth is the word of God. So we have to look to the scriptures. We need to find scripture yeah. that is true and that speaks to our situation. And fourth, don't fight your battle alone. Yeah. There are women out there who would love to come alongside you. They're out there, I'm telling you. Find them, find these women, and be the kind of woman who invests in other women as yeah. well. So. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we look forward to getting real with you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. A special thank you to all of those who generously give to this ministry. To give now, go to womengetreal.org and scroll to the bottom of the homepage to make things like this podcast possible. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and sharing with your friends. If you want to hear more, consider liking and following us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for getting real with us.